A Narrative Media Podcast. What's your narrative? Make it a thing because I got the time now. Okay. <laughs> so, can you repeat that theory one more time for me? Sure. So the, the, the theory is that in Infinity War, Doctor Strange was when he was going through all the different timelines to try and figure out how to defeat Thanos, that he, he, that he figured out he didn't find the timeline in which they won. He figured out that Ant-Man was the key to it and that he then purposefully tried to delay everything to the exact moment in which Ant-Man would be in the quantum realm to then not be affected by the snap, which doesn't make much sense to me because he was looking at timelines and on top of that, why would the quantum realm not be affected by everything else going on in the entire universe from okay. the snap? Okay. And um, how you doing, Miss Ch- Chelsea? Uh, how's everything going for I'm, you? I'm doing okay this morning. I just woke up. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I haven't I haven't talked to you guys in forever, so I figured I'd pop on you for a minute and say hello. Oh no, it's okay. All right. I'm. My name is Jason. I guess uh, on here you probably see as History Williams, but that's okay. Um. Nice so. to meet you. I don't think we've I don't think we've spoken so like directly. So no. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. <laughs> I am recording right now for a podcast extra. So you can you're not being recorded visually. It's just your voice. Okay. But so we're talking about Marvel theories. Marvel theories. Uh, I haven't seen Black Panther yet, but are you okay with about to, us talking about it? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So and Sean, what was your 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 opinion about that, sir? Oh, about that theory? Yes. Um, what I said was, uh, what did I say? I said, well, okay, so to start personally, when it comes to this theory, I don't actually give a shit. <laughs> I don't okay. care about it. And then my comment, I don't know if you heard me while I was away while you were away, but I did say, like, it just cracks me up how much energy people put into these Marvel theories and timelines and how much energy they don't put into climate change. But anyway, <laughs> um, they get no theories about that at all. Um, I don't care what the th- I don't care why he did it or whatever. Like I don't, I don't spend this much time personally on like why the magic worked <laughs> or why the time travel worked because that's how comic books have been fixing things forever. It's like time travel travel or magic or clones or or something it's always one of those like like things and i'm just like okay cool get back to like some other substance that i can pay attention to and care about because right now that part isn't it okay um the but i don't i haven't spent any time on making a theory on why that worked or why it shouldn't have worked i'm just glad that they used it to get to the next part so we can get to the important stuff Fair. I, uh, okay. So I guess the only reason why I kind of say it makes 
sense, but at the same token, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm in between Martin and you when it comes to this, or at least Martin's friends, uh, who are clearly, clearly, um, flat earthers, but, uh, <laughs> they believe the earth is so hardly flat. Um, it's, it's flat until you get to the core, core and then there's the hollow earth yes it's the hollow earth yes right <laughs> so um with that i think that like um to keep this in mind is that i think that um it makes sense to for him to only say that this is the one chance that we can do this at that time because that was the whole thing he was sitting there doing yeah. the whole meditation thing and then the uh that whole thing i just think that if we're going to give that much credit to him then we need to give credit to the the rat for being the best avenger in the whole movie did you hear about that yeah did you hear about the the, the rat yeah the rat is actually wouldn't have worked out unless that rat hit the thing yeah (laughs) yeah so we need to give the rat an actual name and it should be something basic like simon or 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 Peter, or Herbert, Herbert, yeah, right. Herbert would be a perfect rat name. Do you do you agree with that, Miss Chelsea? Do you agree with that, Miss uh, Lady K? Herbert will, sounds good. Will be will be a good, good <laughs> rat name. A good rat name. Come on. Oh, that's part of a superhero universe. Oh, well, being the movie buffs that some of the characters are, they'd probably name him Willard. I was like Phineas or something. Like, Phineas. Phineas sounds like a good name. But and then also on top of that, it can be a callback to another product by Disney, which is Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm. Could be that. What that about was, yeah. what about you, Miss Lady K? What will, will be a good rat name? I have three rats, and their names are June, Fern, and Amora. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> any, I like Phineas personally out of all of the names suggested. Okay, so now we have an actual name for this rat. This rat name is Phineas. That's dope. So yeah. Phineas is actually the the true reason why Doctor Strange had the idea. He saw past <laughs> he saw past like the mating property. That's that's one that's that's the only reason why this this theory kind of is like really warped. Because I think what the average lifespan of a rat is like only like a year to two years if they're not domesticated, correct? So right. yes, it's it's like a year to two years. So and this is like five years in a pa- in the future. So he's yeah. seen two generations of rats fucking to get to this point <laughs> <laughs> to make Phineas exist. <laughs> well, see, that's, that's, the, that's the problem I have with the theory, though, is that it means that <clears throat> Doctor Strange spent valuable time post defeating Thanos and after fighting him for what over a 10,000 times or whatever and whatever however many timelines he went through mm-hmm. to then talk with talk with um, uh, Lang to be like so exactly what happened to you oh that's what happened like that to me is just pointless it's, it, mm-hmm. it would be pointless it would be like it worked now let's move on I think that, like, though, the problem is with with it is the fact of, like, if he did talk to Lang like that, maybe he was trying not to break kayfabe of the fact that, like, 
hey, I know that this thing happened to you. So maybe that's the the direction that they were trying to go. Um, Yeah. But because he's not supposed to tell it, but that's the thing is he's not supposed to tell anyone. So mm-hmm. trying to go through all these different timelines to then, you know, figure out the one that worked. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask a question too. Like, maybe I'm misunderstanding, but was the film not made in a way to to kind of like steer you towards the the theory being that Doctor Strange did all that and it really relate. Uh, revolved around Tony and his decisions right. and his survival. Like that's what they steered you towards. Like, so what's right. wrong with just accepting that theory that they showed you? Like, yeah. Is that, was that not what they were leading us to? Was I supposed to still keep guessing? I mean, that was kind of like the buildup in both movies, in my opinion, like at least the films was, you know, he hints about it multiple times. They don't get along. And, uh, Oh, Infinity War. Like, I mean, yeah. it was kind of like Robert Downey Jr.'s swan song. We all knew he wasn't going to be in another one. So, I th- I mean, it was the Hollywood way of them kind of, I think, building it up. And, you know, I don't think the average Marvel film goer actively reads the comics. And I'm not, it's not a diss or anything. It's just from my experiences, like having worked at the movie theater for multiple years when a lot of these movies came out, like yeah. it's just your average moviegoer. So I don't think a lot of people read too much into it. I think it was just kind of a basic, um, just definitive like storyline for people that were watching the movie. And given that Endgame was kind of like the wrap up of like all of those, you know, phases yeah. and stuff. So personally, that's what made sense to me. Um, right. As somebody who has read the comics and also watched all of the movies, Thanos but like to the average film, to the average film goer, I think it was like, okay, that makes sense. Plus, you know, you had all this thing, you had all these people coming back and there has to be some sort of also kind of like, we knew somebody was going to die and not make it, you know, and it, yeah, it made sense. It it gave you that poignant ending oh my gosh there's yeah. another person joining in this mark that's what i'm talking about way to go you got a community here nikki Daki. i don't know who that means but okay comics. Um, also known as nikki how you doing hey how you doing i'm good i, I love you guys so much that's, that's, <laughs> um so i am i'm gonna let you know i am recording this uh, this is just an okay. extra for my podcast we're not seeing your picture nope nope there's not no pictures being shown at all you're fine don't worry about it it's just audio <laughs> but the, the, the head bonnet came off so quick no we need to normalize head bonnets okay stop that shit normalize head bonnets okay um so quick question Brother, the quickness. You seen how quick that is, bro? I, it was just like one cut, one one keyframe, and it was just gone. <laughs> it was just gone. Look, she's checking her hair and everything like that. So, um, we're talking about Black Panther, the movie, and we started off with this theory. So, this theory is that Doctor Strange was sitting on. Uh, it, it started off with Black Panther, but this this is also an Infinity War kind of thing as well. So Doctor Strange, that, that scene where he was looking for the multiple different possibilities of being able to be successful. Um, he apparently seen and waited for just the right time for when uh, Ant-Man went into the quantum realm to be able to actually say that this was the right time for 
uh, and them to basically do whatever they needed to do in in game and in Infinity War. So, uh, what is your perspective on that? Or do you want me, do you want me to have Martin, who is actually very, very, very <laughs> articulate, to be able to say the actual theory? Well, um, I didn't see that movie. I saw Black Panther, but I didn't see the. Um, the Doctor Strange movies, so I what don't know. No, no, no. This was this was from uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Infinity War, yeah. Did you see those too? Probably. <laughs> it feels like it's been a century, man. It, 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 at at this point in time, we have... like I'm. Go ahead. I'm sure I saw it, but I don't remember the part with Ant Man at all. Gotcha. Well, he wasn't in any. He wasn't in the Infinity War. He was in Endgame. But the problem is that what they were saying is the theory was that when Doctor Strange was on Titania and he was like basically saying that this is the one outcome chance that this outcome will be successful when he was sitting there going through like his Buddhist exorcism. Yeah, he was going through all the time, which, by the way, I and I have one other part that I really have a problem with that. But yes, when he was uh, going through all the timelines. He intentionally told Tony that this was the one that was going to be the successful one if he made this decision. Mm. Do you remember that part at all? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. So um, I kind of agree with Sean. Sean said he doesn't care. He said that doesn't make sense uh, to care about it. it. Just It was just a way to transition the story. And um, I'm just going to say Martin is playing devil's advocate right now. Is mm. that okay for me to say that, Martin? playing devil's advocate but that's automatically putting you in the, in the category of flat earther well okay no to be <laughs> Martin started this by saying he saw a dumbass theory okay so yeah oh I, thought, I missed that part i missed that part i'm sorry no i think it's dumb it doesn't make any sense it, put, it puts more it put more it puts more weight onto dr strange spending way more time now time is irrelevant to him since he had the time stone at the time but um it just it it puts more relevance on him figuring out like talking with uh like Scott Lang post a victory in this one timeline to then figure out exactly like okay well i have to do this has to happen then we have to do this to to make sure that Scott you know makes it out of the quantum realm so that we can then go back in time but i'm in time but i'm not here time to then do, like it's it's putting too much weight onto him figuring that out instead of just i went to this timeline we did we failed i went to this timeline we failed i went to this timeline and everything worked out and we were able to we were able to defeat thanos mm-hmm. there let's go yeah so in uh, chelsea made a valid point that basically the average moviegoer is uh not reading the comic books uh so they don't put a lot of weight into it so they kind of just was like it's a good movie am i correct miss chelsea yeah okay and miss lady k has been sitting there making an amazing quilt and her cat has been making one of the best unused filters for instagram by going right across the camera and dropping fur so uh my only theory and the reason why i kind of fall in line a little bit is because of the fact that 
I have a problem with the idea of that theory because essentially we will have to say that also Doctor Strange has watched at least two generations of rats fucking to know that this rat, this one particular offspring of Fern, and uh, what what Lady Kate, what's what's your other uh, rat name? June. For Fern and June, the offspring of Fern and June have decided to come together and make other babies and then those babies had babies and now we have Phineas who ran across the button somewhere randomly in San Francisco uh, yeah. to get release Andrew, Scott Lang. to release Scott Lang um, so I, I just think that that's my weakest point so Nikki what would be your your defense to that statement Oh, no. oh, sorry. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about game time game time I, I prepped you for the game um, but yeah I think it's just a silly one I think the only biggest argument that I would say is um, the problematic part would be is to this is one of my larger points is this credits every single little bit about what Marvel wrote after the fact especially if a person like uh, Kevin Feige is saying that he's pre-planning about two to three phases ahead of time so well is- I mean pre-planning meaning we're gonna do we're gonna do another Captain Marvel movie we're gonna do a Secret Wars movie we're gonna do uh, Secret those, Invasion though. and then that's it like I don't think Kevin Feige is going it needs to be this timeline and then this action needs to happen I literally think he's like comic book title do it <laughs> I don't think that uh, oh I'm sorry I was just gonna say that um I don't think they have scripts for a lot of these they're just like and we're gonna do this one and we're gonna do this one and we're gonna do this one and I think they've got like oh you know we might do this but I don't know if they actually have like hardcore ideas set for any of these are they just announced them and they're like we can go in this direction I, According to all the stories, I, we can go in this direction. Yeah. I'm like, I, and 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 the key the key factor to that one is civil war. Mm. Mm. Because if they really wanted to do civil war, they would have waited and yep. done an actual civil war, not yep. not uh, you know uh, what do you want to call oh. it? Uh, Grumpy brother took my toy. It's oh, also yeah. why they move around a lot too, in my opinion. By the timeline, constantly release yeah. schedules get moved around. In my opinion, I will say right. also this is, and, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to uh, like cut you off, Sean. I, I'm sorry, um, yeah, but we say this in the podcast is the fact of like there could have been a civil war and this should have been civil war instead of being Captain America civil war. Or if we was going to go with this Captain America civil war, that's perfectly fine. But then we should have did later on a phase of two later. We should have done a civil uh, Tony Stark or Iron Man Civil War. And then basically showed the process of Tony Stark introducing these other characters inside of this as well. But yes, I do agree. Much later would have made more sense. But Captain Boy. Civil War was not a Captain America movie, but it's always advertised as a Captain America movie. And right. Was- well, I mean, if you know, it. Up, I think up until that point, a lot of the movies, like when they took the title, like, okay, Winter Soldier, that had to do with the comics. That That's like, it had to do with the comics of Winter, Bucky Barnes coming back as this mysterious assassin. Like, yeah. that happened. But the comic book Civil War, 
besides Iron Man and Tony being on opposite sides and entered and then Spider-Man being on the side of Tony Stark, not a lot of that. Like there's not a lot of crossover between the movie and the comic. No. no. And in fact, like the comic was way more impactful mm-hmm. than, than the movie, like, and making yeah. it civil war. Like there wasn't, the divide was, was kind of, Stupid. Stupid. yeah i mean because like because like yeah scarlet witch like blew up half a building but like it wasn't as bad as what was it speedball that blew up a town right like, civil war actually yeah what kicked it off right yeah he blew up an entire town yeah for wait for a reality tv show yes. superheroes they were filming that right. is what civil war you know, was about in the in the in the hero registration of revealing of their real names and losing their personal identities. Like that's way more impactful than like, you know, hey man, your brainwashed friend killed my daddy. Yeah, <laughs> who I didn't care for. Let's be honest. At, right. Up until that point, he didn't like. There was an arc of him, like you know, learning to love his his father and and accepting you know that he was a you know troublesome child and and all that stuff. But like. Yeah, I was Grumpy Brothers took my toy. Took uh, my toy, Steve. Yeah. I I would agree with that, man. I think that, that that's um a thing that it was silly about Civil War. I also will say this. Uh it has been recently the arc of trying to build character with a lot of these especially the original six uh superheroes or i should say original four because i mean let's be honest it, hawkeye and black widow don't count in this number right um but um thor lost his uh th- lost his hammer in the first two movies essentially um captain america had to fight for his shield and fight for his power in some kind of way Tony Stark had to fight for basically the patent on his equipment as well. And then also a little bit of his freedom. So the character always felt like he had to go through extreme loss of what their identity was. Well, that's all the characters, though. I would argue differently. I would argue differently. You would argue argue differently that 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 the main, let's just say the main three, you got Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, and Thor. Thor, yes. You're saying that 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 only Tony went through like his arc was lost. Yeah. So uh, I would say I would say that like uh, Tony Stark, his whole thing was lost of like almost everything. Right. But see, the only reason I would would argue that Steve Rogers was more about loss. He's a time. He lost everybody. Well, here here is the only reason why I say Tony Stark and versus Steve Rogers. It's because effect of of. I get that he lost time and he lost the chance at Betty, right? Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Peggy. 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 Uh, yes, he lost the chance uh, to be with Peggy, right? But He lost Peggy. He lost Bucky. He lost any chance of all of his other, I mean, any of the Howling Commandos, like any other chance of living a normal life. By the way, I don't like the idea that the Howling Commandos was in this one. But yes. Uh, 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 yeah, no, I, I'm not, I'm not taking that away from you at all. What I'm saying is this, is that like the only reason why I, 
Actually, one could argue Thor. Thor technically lost a lot of his identity. He lost, he, he, he lost Loki. He lost, he lost Loki. Dad. dad. He lost but, uh, his mom. His mom. He lost he the was. most technically. Um, but that's a span over four movies. So but yeah, that's about to say. Uh, but I'm just talking about at least in the first few phases, right? B- before we got to the point of like I am Iron Man, snap, and then we're done. Uh, Iron Man, um was a person who's already lost within himself. He he thought that he knew who he was. He lost a company that he thought that he owned technically without realizing that he didn't own that company for the most part. That's with um um Obadiah. Obadiah actually taking control of the company for the most part. Um and then there was just so much of him that was just like not there as a character. So there was room for his growth. There was room for his build build up. We mm-hmm. kind of already knew Steve Rogers. I don't feel like there was no growth in Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers just needed power and to be Captain America, right? And so, yes, he did lose Bucky, which was a friend, which when I rewatched the movie, it was nice that they were there. But realistically, Captain America's friends kind of didn't do a good job. I didn't get a grasp of Bucky until... Winter Soldier, who fucking Bucky was and who he was growing up to be, I guess you would say. And I think that Winter Soldier did a better job at kind of compiling why Bucky was important. That makes sense? I I see where you're going. I don't necessarily agree with it. Oh, yeah. But I That's see hard. where you're going. And then Thor, Thor was disowned by his dad. And then he got his hand. Because he was a brat. Because he was being an asshole, right? And so realistically, um, his loss is more of a consequence um, than anything like that. So I, I would say that naturalized loss, I felt like the naturalized loss was more Iron Man than that. But the only reason why I would say that like it's very hard to accept that it was Iron Man is because of the fact that all of the arcs seems to revolve around Tony um, the, and uh, what Tony and Captain America done. More so specifically what Tony done. You look at even Black Panther, the new movie, it's about MIT. It was all callbacks to like basically Tony Stark itself. This is the movie that was supposed to be the last of the phase four. Tony Stark has not really appeared at t- all of phase four but yet and still we have right. no way home that mentions uh tony stark and how his impact was um i, I would think that all uh, dr strange was another one where they mentioned tony stark and they was kind of going hard in the paint with him as well um there was like so many arcs inside of phase four about the consequences of tony stark you mean you got to think about it spider-man alone all of the movies was about how tony stark fucked over people that makes sense what I'm saying? Yeah, but at the same time, too, like, let me let me jump in here. I, li- I like that. Uh, first of all, I call a little bit of bias BS because I know you and you fucking love Tony Stark. I don't okay? love Tony Stark. I don't. I absolutely. I don't love Tony Stark. I just wanted to pick at you. Bro. I know you do. I know you do. Tony Stark is my longest Halloween right now. Oh, don't you start for this. Anyway. Uh, no, no, but I would say also you have to think about the contractual obligations at the same time, yeah. too. You know, like there could have been a lot more focus. They could have easily picked any of those Avengers and be like, let's just make that one the focal point. They don't actually give a shit or know what they was doing. It's all about who's going to be here yeah. to film this shit. Yeah. <laughs> let's make the script around them. And that's, I believe that, I wholeheartedly believe that that is a big factor in the way that some of these movies went. But, you know, um, 
But I do, I do have to say, I agree with with Martin that like each one of them, like that's the whole process. Each one of them had to go through their own journey of loss. Now, their own journey of loss and what it means to them will only be important to them. Yeah, you know, it's not going to be like there's there, there's no loss competition really. It's just right. like what made me messed up to the fact that now I have learned to become this hero and join this team. Yeah. And that's I mean, all. That's, that's each- every superhero, right? That's yeah. it, that, that, that's all. That's the formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, but I think think that like um, there's one thing that I I feel like people disagree with me on it the most is when I say something is an Avengers level event, and I think I've explained this to you, Sean. What a, if, what I consider an Avengers level event is, but then the second thing that I I feel like has fallen apart was the idea of who every superhero's personal identity is what are their powers, what their capability and who they are. It doesn't really feel like ultimately a lot of these characters have growth. And so, um, actually Chelsea, Lady K, Nikki have, what movies have you watched? Chelsea's seen all of them. I've seen all of them. I've only haven't seen a couple that are in like this fit current phase. Like I haven't seen black Panther, the new black Panther. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen Eternals, but I've seen everything else. Gotcha. And what about you? I've even seen, seen the it. Guardians. I've even seen the Guardians special. I gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. It's just—it's cute. It's cute. It's, cute. it's cute. it's only forty-five minutes, but it's cute. It hits all the notes that a holiday special needs, or it makes you laugh and makes you cry. So it's, yeah. it's oh, good. It has, a, has a musical number that makes absolutely no sense. It does actually. Of course it does. Yeah, because it's trying to mirror the Star Wars holiday special. It even has animated sequences like the whole, like the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> but I think it's also because they maybe couldn't get everybody there. People <laughs> to like, well, yeah, it's they the the animated sequences, there's two of them revolve around the past. So I don't know if they can necessarily get the person in person for it. So that's why they did an animated version, or they just wanted to do the Star Wars thing. So it could be both. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Now Nikki? You look like you are you talking are you talking movies or um are, okay are you t- talking just movies or are you also talking shows oh, let's, go, let's, oh. let's go movies um, that's what i'm kind of i'm trying to hit more on is the movies okay i saw the first and maybe the second ant-man i watched the venom venom the venom movies ben minetti right yeah. um I watched the new Black Panther movie. I did not see the um the uh gosh, I'm sorry. It's I did not see the um the Captain the the, the movie with yeah. Uh no, no, I didn't see Captain Marvel. I I've I've been slacking on these movies. DC is my main my main squeeze. But I um, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you in in my little my little my little cold heart. And and also animation. Um, like I would probably watch like a Spider Man the animated series before. Oh, and I watched um Spider Verse, which was really great, and I'm really excited for the next one. Um, uh, but oh, have you heard about um? I think it was Daniel Kaluuya. He's going to be Spider Punk. Yes. That yeah. you is gonna be the Spider Punk, yes. I know it's exciting. I'm like finally black punk representation. But um, yeah, I, I, have, I, have, I I'm going to tell you a joke in a second after that. But go ahead. 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen a couple of these movies, and I quite enjoy them when I watch them. They have really good, uh, really good stories, and it seems like a lot of the writing is intentional. And I feel like it is because I feel like they've had this this like this list of movies that they've had for like 15 years and they're just like slowly going down the list. I feel like all of this was foretold and all of it is very intentional. So if like, if there's like one thing that happens at one movie, it'll come back three movies later and it's all interwoven and very interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I am kind of slacking on the Marvel movies though. No, you're I'm, I'm just like, if if the if there's people of prominent people of color in it, I will watch it. Which is fair why enough. I haven't seen some of them. Fair enough. Fair I enough. have to make myself care by like seeing either creatures or people that look like me. Fair enough. Fair Venom enough. I mean, I mean, yeah, no, that's that's completely valid because like I still haven't seen Eternals. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. And oh, as soon as that trailer hit, I was like, who cares about the Eternals? Nobody. Yeah. No, no, no. I saw Eternals and like nobody one. <laughs> Eternal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely saw it. The one with Some Angelina stuff. Jolie and Sel- Selma Hayek. Yeah, 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 it did. I forgot that I watched that. Um, I, I don't want to say it was forgettable, but all I remember about the movie is the stuff that I didn't like about it. <laughs> so. Um, it, it did its, it did whole, its job. It, 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 it hit its mark. That's what it was supposed to make something for you to think about it on. So it did mm-hmm. its job. I felt like. I, Definitely. Yeah, I, I think its job is to make money, and it made money, but it also, push, it also didn't push the story forward. I, I mean, I haven't, but I haven't seen it. My <laughs> biggest problem is you have these godlike beings, which which is going to get more and more troublesome. That if oh, we've been on Earth for for ten thousand years, and I was like, and you didn't step in for Thanos, eliminating half the universe. That even I know it is canon. Yeah, it's canon. He even said that he wanted to like, it, come up with. I know that they tried to come up with some BS, like, "Oh, that well, we can only we can only fight, you know, uh, uh, Titans or whatever. We can only defend Earth against Titans." Well, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, and I think they're going to come sorry, out with. Like, well, first of all, okay, sorry, Lady K. Do you care to give your list of movies you have seen? Because we I have, haven't seen. As many of them because of Max. Um, my son is six. And so um, obviously I spent a lot of that time, you know, being pregnant, then having a baby and not watching movies. So I'm really far behind. So like I've seen movies here and there. Like I have seen Ant-Man. I've seen Black Panther, the first one, not the new one. And like that. I've seen through Civil War, but I haven't seen Infinity War or Endgame. I know what happens because I am on the internet, but um, I have not watched them yet. So like, I know the characters you're talking about and some of the plots, but I don't have a very, um, I've not watched all the movies or even many of the TV shows. Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. One day I just have to get Max interested. Is he, has he, have you tried already? Has he like, even. Oh, he likes um, Spider-Man and he we did watch Into the Spider-Verse and he loved it. Um, he actually watched that when he was like three and loved it. Um, and he does like he likes certain characters. He likes Captain America, of course, because he has the cool shield and 
Max just likes anything that involves fighting, really. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, so he's a six-year-old boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's a six-year-old child who likes to pretend so that... So he will love this new Black Panther movie. I'm oh, sure yeah. he will. Yeah. He did like the original <laughs> one, too. So. You probably like the third act. That's about it. <laughs> the third act. You probably like fully yeah, love Yeah, sometimes if movies are a little slow going at the, the start... It, it can be hard to get him interested, but sometimes he surprises me with the movies he likes to watch. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, um, I guess my, my, my silly question I have to ask you on this one is then is I feel like the movies got discredited because we were going to talk about Eternal. We just talked about Eternals as well. Oh yeah. Talk about that too. So it discredits itself a lot. And I think that that's why it feels like there's so many plot holes is because of the fact that the movie discredits itself. So going back into your Doctor Strange theory, like the plot hole would also be is the fact of you would have to come to terms with the fact that like Doctor Strange also had an idea of all the other Doctor Strangers as well, because those are multiple timelines as well. So you have to have some type of way that you have to say that, yeah, the Doctor Strange in this timeline didn't work. The Doctor Strange in this one didn't work. But then also on top of that, like there's this the variant corp as well. So what happened to Loki? We were supposed to catch Loki a long time ago. So like the aspect of like how much that has happened that would have to discredit all of those things. Now, that's the only part I would mention about the show because, the, uh, unfortunately, the fucking shows forces their ways into the movies. And so, um, with that, it discredits a lot of those things. So, yeah. you too, to add to your theory, like, at, at some point, too, you would have to admit that Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. right, with all the timelines... One of them had to know about the Eternals, mm-hmm. and none of them thought to convince those powerful motherfuckers to come help with Thanos. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> like, exactly, you would have to admit that. You would have to admit it, and then also on top of that, it would discredit um, the the book book of Ashangi. That's what the name is. The like the books, the ancient books. So mm-hmm. you have these ancient books. That means that they have no relevance. They have no technical power per se. I guess anymore yeah. because of the fact of like you have the Eternals who was there to make this the, the celestial beams why would celestial beams make these planets why would namor not be involved no more be involved with uh tight uh with thanos so you're discrediting so much shit that's happening so because it's every those are the plot holes, though. Those are the ones I'm trying yeah. not to on. Because if you think about it too much, we could rip apart this entire universe. And I choose oh, to do it because it's like, well, look, I'm just here to eat popcorn and enjoy. And if I keep doing this, I'm not. No, <laughs> yeah. but you know what, though? Like, it, Go ahead. What you going to say? I was going to say, I think the problem that we're having with phase four and all these plot holes is because I think originally the original plan was to get movies to like an Avenger standpoint, you know, and then just be like, that's the end of the Marvel universe, you know, the Marvel movie universe. And then they continue to make money and make more money and made more money and made more money. And so I don't think they thought about like what they didn't have a plan after my, in my opinion, they didn't have a plan after Endgame. They're like, Oh, we'll go. They, they dropped little like kernels of things throughout the movies and be like, oh, we could go this direction, we can go that direction. But I don't think they thought through like 
as you said, the plot holes that you were just discussing of like, oh, wait, maybe we shouldn't have done this or maybe we should have done these before and maybe included them in and it would make more sense Mm -hmm. Um, because now you're coming back as there are little. And I think that's why people... Have been. This is phase four, correct? Yes, phase we're four. In right now, we're phase just, four. We, yeah, and this we're is the last of phase four. four Everybody we're... is considering it very disjointed yes. because you have movies that are good, and then you have movies that are just like not so great, or they have a lot of plot holes, and so there's a lot of like back and forth on each of these movies instead of yeah. just like a couple of the. Fa- and I know there were a couple rough spots in some of the other ones too, but like. They continuously kind of moved through where you could at least see where they were. They were building up something and they were going in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. And this, these ones have kind of been, I don't know if it's just because they're so different from each other, which might also be the issue. Um, but yeah, we'll see. They've also relied a lot in phase four with the television series too. So if you don't watch all the television series, you know, like if you hadn't watched WandaVision, you wouldn't know what the hell was going on in Doctor Strange. You wouldn't know, nope. know like, nothing's going like, on with Doctor Strange's mom at all. You're just like, why is Wanda mad? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That, that, that's the thing that uh, somebody made a point of, too, is the fact that we could have, Wanda could have did this whole thing because you found, you went through this whole universe looking for all of these universes where it was just Wanda and the kids. Why could you not find a universe where it was Dr. Strange and the kids and Dr. I'm not Dr. Strange, uh, vision and the kids. Why, why couldn't Wanda just make the kids again? Yeah, exactly. That's who. Again, that's one of those potholes. Like I see them. Yeah. Yeah. See them all the time. I'm watching these and I'm just like, okay, they didn't think about that. That's stupid. I'm just going to ignore this and keep watching the show because, (laughs) because yeah, I see, but I see every single one of those moments. You know, the sad thing is my, my, my biggest gripe wasn't even the fact of like, what was that? Like, I, I I was more okay with the idea that Wanda was going to wreak havoc on another universe than the aspect of like, I'm not a person who's like recast T'Challa. I am not a person like that. But if you're going to introduce the Illuminati, then you should have had a perfect moment of saying that this is this universe's Black Panther. And he is the one who started the Illuminati. That was a way, that was a moment you took away from. If you're going to use something comic book lore that deep, because like you got to really dig deep to find an Illuminati into the Black Panther universe, like uh, like log, right? And so that that should have been a moment that you should have been like, oh, in this universe, Shirty is the actual Black Panther. You know what I mean, or something like that. And I think that that would have been a way to open up the gates a little bit more for Black Panther to uh, Wakanda forever being a little bit more acceptable is that like, oh yeah. Gonna, and, go ahead. What'd you say? I wouldn't just, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to say I'm going to give them a little more leeway on however Black Panther turned out because they had to completely rewrite it at the last minute than oh, no. what they currently had. Oh, no. You know, like, yeah. so, so plot holes in that one, I'm going to give a little bit more of like a, okay, because they had to rewrite it so quickly and turn it around so quickly that I can see where plot holes would potentially arise. But that hole has nothing to do with that that hole that I'm talking about has nothing to do with Ryan Coogler's work, right? This one has something solely to do with a different movie trying to introduce an organization that is not 
uh, that is a part of, unfortunately, this other movie. And so uh, having that's the yeah. that's that's the big that was the biggest and most interesting things about the Black Panther is the fact that he started this secret organization called the Illuminati, and then he also was the the guy uh, the Lord of the under, Underworld. That was like his right. that was part of his biggest arcs. And so um, that could have been a perfect moment to introduce somebody like Yellen Noel or having a per preferably a surety being an actual uh, Black Panther in that universe and starting to Illuminati. It would well, make sense. Yeah. It, especially yeah, that's for, what I'm thinking, though, is like they don't actually think these things out, Jay. Yeah. Like and that they just like it's kind of more like what Chelsea was saying. Yeah. You know, it's just like there's a real connecting plan. They just plan the outline of movies that are to come. Uh-huh. There's no like they don't have a team of people that's like the connectors. Okay. That's where they do the credit scenes. They yeah. do the credit scenes to be like, oh, hey, we're going to connect these in a way. Boom. And we know everybody stays for the credits because it's a tradition. So I feel like they just use the credit scenes to connect things these days. And these movies don't necessarily have as much of an impact or interconnecting mm-hmm. as they used to. Mm-hmm. Right. But. As no. I, said, I haven't seen I haven't seen Wakanda forever yet, but it's on my I just have not I haven't been feeling great, so I just haven't been able to get to the movies yet. But it's like yeah. I'm gonna try to do it this weekend. That's <laughs> my goal. You've been traveling, and, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, I got I, I got a question, and I I just feel like I needed to also get them back involved a little bit because one person did say that they watch animated stuff. So, uh, Nikki. Um, you said that you watch animated stuff, and um, have you got to see the What If series? Mm-mm. Okay, so what no. if What If series is uh basically an animated series about like what if like another thing happened? So like one was what if Killmonger was actually the person who saved Tony Stark, and then uh, there was another one was uh the zombies would have all of them got uh, infected and became zombies and uh, T'Challa was ado- uh, adopted by uh Yangu instead uh of like um Peter Quill so mm-hmm. um for everybody else who was inside of it, Lady K did you see, did you see it at all what if Max and I watched the first um few episodes i don't know how far we got into the series but we did watch it okay so uh sean uh mentioned uh that if we sat here and did all this plot holes we'll tear the actual uh franchise all apart right correct no 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 i did say that huh I know. I, I did say that. Yes. Yes. So what I was going to say is, and I, 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 I will ask Nikki and Lady K because they haven't truly wa- uh, watched the series. Would it be interesting to watch a show where you completely seen a whole, uh, I guess you would say franchise be destroyed based off of their plot points, their plot holes? Would it be interesting to see a franchise get destroyed by plot holes? By by its own plot holes. So, like, if you have this animated series that has to fill in the gaps and basically show, like, how are we going to sew this together, right? Um, <laughs> but really, it com- becomes completely destroyed. Would that be interesting? So, kind of like... Uh, uh, what would be like the leftovers kind of like thing like oh yeah we had people there but now they freaking just randomly disappeared out of nowhere and now we got to figure out how to be okay with the idea that this thing it has this big hole in it 
So like we see the uh, the the Eternals sitting around having a tea party, waiting for the world to be destroyed, and they're just like, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I I think that it would be more frustrating than interesting, but also it would be interesting. Um, <laughs> I uh, I think that things like the What If series, they're really fun. They give uh, new and emerging creators a chance to write something. But in order for you to be very interested and enjoy plot holes, you have to really like the source material. So it wouldn't be for everybody. It would be for people who love the source material so much that they don't care what you do with it. Yeah. So Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Yeah, I think that's my opinion. Um, it could be fun, but um, it would be for fans that are already invested in Marvel. I don't know if it would add anything to what we were already doing, you know? Okay. Uh, what about you, Miss Kay? I agree with Nikki, but I also don't really mind plot holes in movies. I usually am watching Marvel movies to be entertained. And um, I've not read the source material. And... Um, you know, like, so it's just nice to sit down and watch a movie. Now, if I was doing something based on literature, that would be a different story because I do have some background with that and then I might find more plot holes. But <laughs> with comic book movies, it's just like, there's a bad guy, there's a good guy, the bad guy's going to get beat up in the end. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. These type of comic book movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying that that yeah. goes for every type of comic book movie. Yeah. Um, I have watched The Watchmen and some of the, you know, read some of that and stuff. I just meant that, like, especially for, like, the Marvel movies and even some of the DC movies, for that matter, depending on which franchise, they, they're very much, you know, black and white. I agree. That's what I was saying. I um, I watch these to be entertained and I don't really particularly mind plot holes. But if there was a series like that, it would make the plot holes more blaringly prevalent and you'd be like oh yeah that was a thing that i tried to ignore for the sake of you know enjoying the movie but now they've turned it into this big thing and now i have to look at the plot holes yeah, well, yeah and that's and that's the thing too that i was like i don't and i don't enjoy digging out the plot holes i'm trying to yeah. like, trying to go and enjoy a movie now do i think it's going to be perfect do i think it's going to be flawed in some ways you know whatever yeah i think i expect that but I'm more worried. I'm more focusing on honestly the cinematography, the acting skills themselves, how the character is, is represented a little bit, whether there's representation or whether there's like what's the soundtrack in the back, like like how it's all comes together, put together, and did I am I entertained? You know, because like I saw so many people spend so much time on and like Jason said, the the recast T'Challa argument before this movie even came out, and I'm like, why are you doing this to yourselves? Mm -hmm. Why are you like you was literally making yourselves miserable over something you ain't even seen yet, mm -hmm. and you're <laughs> fighting with people over it on the internet? And then and, and, and like the thing, the part that bugged me the most about it was like, you know, like I am in the recast T'Challa camp, but not the same way that a lot of people are, where they're like we need this black male representation in this next movie. I'm like, just recast him eventually. <laughs> I don't just like, we'll get there. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not I saying you need to do it for Black Panther 2. Like, you're putting all your eggs in one basket. Like, this ain't the end all be all, damn it. Yeah. They like money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Like, and if you really like 
like Jason said, if you've read the books, there's totally plenty of ways they can write that. Yeah. Yeah, I um I I have something to add there too. I was um reading a little bit of it and I saw some of that online and I was just like, can you let black women have a W? Like I don't think <laughs> I don't think that um they can't let any women that, have a W in the new Superman heroine. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, what your what your orientation is. Like, yeah. they, just don't like women. Yeah. they don't like women to have their moment yeah, let's this, be honest this uh, this whole argument was kind of, i don't want to say it was like dripping with misogynal bar i don't think that's what it was but i feel like there was a lot of like black woman dismissal they were yep. just kind of they were just yeah. like you really need black male representation i mean like i'm not dissing the women but we need black male representation and i'm just kind of like y'all got falcon like who the who, who do we got you got captain america who do we got we have mm-hmm. one movie and you, i understand that you want to see yourself in it and that's valid but also you got mbaku like um let us let us just have this one movie and um mbaku was there Killmonger was kind of there. Um, yeah. We got brown men and, you know, all of this and that. And also, can I go on a tangent real quick? Go for it, man. Yeah. Did, did, oh, did, okay. Like I'm said, going to remember, pull this DC is, this, into this. This, this is an extra. Quick. That's all it is. This is a just extra okay, content. <laughs> so, so you know how Jason Momoa is Aquaman in the DC universe. When yeah. he was first cast, I was really excited because in my mind, I had something like Namor City in my mind. And that's what I was hoping for. So like when they cast him, I, I, I imagined like a whole bunch of Atlanteans at the bottom of the ocean. They're all Islander. They're all doing the Hakka. And I was like, this could be a really cool islander thing like hire a whole bunch of islanders hire sensitivity readers and make it let them just have it let them just have it and did dc do that no what they did was they just had like a really handsome islander aquaman and everything else they like had like this white man death grip on it and that was really disappointing like i know i i i haven't even seen the movie and i really like aquaman but um I know it's like diverse down there, but they really could have went in on letting Islanders have a W because no Islander has really had a W in Hollywood. So I agree. <laughs> I mean, like no, no group of Islanders has had a W in Hollywood, maybe in the fast and the furious movies, but like other than that, no. And um, I like the fact that like when they, they, they took that and they're like, okay, we'll raise you. We're going to let Mexicans do whatever the fuck they want with Namor and his underwater city. We're really going to go in on the culture. We're really going to make it just all about them. And we're going to let them like flavor all of this. And they did. And it was incredible. And people are losing their minds. And I'm like, Islanders could have had that. They could have had that, but DC didn't want them to do that. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little sad for them. Right. Well, I will say yeah. this. Here, here, here is the thing, and I, I, I that's the, the first thing I did think when I seen the more, and when he showed, uh, he showed Talakan, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, they should have made. That's the first thought I had. They should have made Aquaman, uh, Arthur, be technically the son of Maui. Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. It would have made more sense. And then he would he would it would have made fucking more sense why you got this mutated ass fucking thing that could survive underwater and everything like that. He would have been the son of Maui. Oh, hey, uh, I think, go ahead, Nikki. Oh, I was I I have been watching Young Justice, and I think they're going in a way where like every 
every meta is like a descendant of Vandal Savage, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like a log. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I kind of like that. Um, but going back to Marvel, yeah, I really love what they did with Telecon and um, Namor. And I wish that, I, I hope that the people who made Aquaman feel bad, I guess that's all I want to say. Yep. And I think, sorry for all the like little tidbits of spoilery that we might have just dropped on you, Chelsea, but I think you're still going to thoroughly enjoy the movie. Like, oh, I know, yeah. I know yeah. you and I know your taste, and I know that you'll see what we're talking about once once you get oh, it. Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to see it. Like, yeah. it, I just literally have not had the time in the last couple of weeks to see it, or like what I, I was able to, I wasn't feeling the best, and I was like, I don't feel like going to a theater right now, so... My goal is to see it this weekend. But yeah, I've already seen like what you've talked about, like the essential backlash against a woman led movie, which it always it always happens, especially with superhero movies. We saw it with Captain Marvel. You know, we saw it with Black Widow. We saw it with even WandaVision, you know, and it's like a double standard even when it comes with black women, too. But it's like. They for some reason had, I don't know what it is, and I don't know if it's just the misogynistic, like you know, and I, I don't mean to go off track or anything, but like you know, we all know that like you know, hype that likes to come out mm-hmm. anytime a movie you know has some sort of female representation. They've done it for the last several years, um, but I <laughs> I'm tired of it happening. <laughs> it's like just enjoy the movie. <laughs> Right. You know, these these women are fantastic actresses. Even if you take them outside of the Black Panther universe, the three of, uh, not necessarily the woman that, I I don't really know the um, actress that plays Sherry, like more outside of the Marvel universe, but the other two are fantastic in everything they do. So, you know, you have fantastic women leading this movie, you know. I'm just going to tell you this. I thought it was hilarious in this movie, and Sean might laugh at this too, that they forced Shirty to have to take a fucking vial of medication that she wasn't sure that was going to work. That might, have, that might have been a, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we, we know the stories got out there. And so we're going to, um, I thought that was so make you eat some humble pie here. Oh right. my God. Oh. You have to drink this drink that you're not sure that's going to fucking do have any effects on your body. And yeah. you were an anti-vaxxer the whole time. I've got a Jason Momoa win for you, Nikki. And then I got to go take a break. Cause. Oh yeah. Sorry. So there is an Apple TV show called C starring Jason Momoa and all the things you wanted from him in Aquaman, you get me that show. Okay. So it is a, it is a post-apocalyptic show show based on the fact that after three decades, after three decades, uh, basically humanity, there was a big war and, and all of the humans have lost the ability to see period. Right. That's where it starts. And you jump 30 years later where a man, a humanity has adapted to just being a blind society. And the, the tribalism that's there and the survivalism that's there, mm-hmm. that is peak Momoa. And, and a lot of good representation in that show. Yeah, Which, I guess. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. What you was going to say, Martin? I was just going to say, I haven't watched that show. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember when the trailer dropped. And I'm, I remember being very confused mm-hmm. because they were doing things 
that people who could see would do. Yes. And I was like, that like, like they're looking at somebody who's talking. Now, if you can all, if you can't see and you've adapted to only hearing, you would turn your head to hear them better. Things yeah. like that, where I'm like, that doesn't make it to me. I, that pulled me out of even the trailer. Yes. Yes. And I had the same problem, but consider this too. Yes. You would have to hear, but that's not all they relied on. After 30 years of learning to live blindly, they counted on every sense, which means the way that the air was blowing, the sense of smell where somebody is. Um, and just like the other surroundings around them, does not, so not only if somebody's talking to you, right? But who else is the fuck behind you or to the side or what else is happening? So they probably wouldn't want to, you know, but I will tell you this. Once you actually see it, uh, you'll understand, you'll understand how much work went into this to act like a sightless society because they actually got blind people to help them recreate this. To like, to be on set and then like once you see how they've adapted it totally fucking makes sense no pun intended to to any of the the c comments that he just oh made my God. sean is oh. not and sean is definitely not uh insensitive to the the visually impaired community uh he's an ally and he supports all of his friends who are visually impaired i do <laughs> all right i'll be back i'll be right back that's a show that go. that's the show that we have to definitely see to, together I don't know what to say to you right now. <laughs> you know what would be fucking stuck about that is the fact that I'm pretty sure that that show doesn't have like audio descriptors to it too. Oh, I think they do when you watch it on the actual platform, which I'm not. Yeah. I definitely feel where you're coming from, Nikki, when you talk about Jason Momoa, because most of his advertisement was him doing the haka with a bunch of people. And so he was doing a lot of Samoan ass shit. And then for him to be like the child of two white people, it was just that definitely kind of hit differently. I feel like they, he was trying to manifest it. He's just like, give this to me and my people. And DC's like, oh, oh yeah. Also got issues like major issues, the DCU and Warner Brothers. And there's a lot no. other no. issues at play there. Yeah. But in the Aquaman movie, he wasn't his dad. Arthur's dad wasn't white. He was, uh, I mean, the actor at least wasn't, and he's Australia. He's uh, New Zealand. It's Boba Fett. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not just, discrediting. Just, uh, I'm not discrediting that they should have had more representation, and they should have changed his origin story to to make more to to be more inclusive. Yeah. That I 100 percent agree with. I was just saying that. He wasn't born of two white people. Yeah. No, no, no. But I, what I mean by that is that, like, culturally, it, it looked like he was definitely that. Not, not granted. I'm not expecting this man to be having tiki tortures and, like, you know, wearing a mask or anything like that. In his white yeah, house? Yeah. It, it, just, it just definitely, yeah, you could see that this was the, the, the direction that they were trying to go. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, you just don't expect Nicole Kidman to be his mom. Exactly. You know, it just like you're like they don't look related at yeah. all. So it just it like I said, it just didn't feel correct. I guess that's the easiest way to say it. It, it didn't feel correct. Um, but at the same token, you know, 
he he is the 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 love child of Roman, uh, aka Namor. So, oh uh, Namor, not Namor. <laughs> With that, man, I appreciate y'all being on here. Thanks a lot for that, man.